You have clicked that pile of audio gold known as the Half-Assed Podcast. And now, here's a person to say something. Last time on Half-Assed Podcast episode number 25. Let's take a, let's take a leak in unison and, Excellent. Uh, and regroup. Excellent. We shall mute and stop videos because I don't know how this hotel room works. And now, the exciting conclusion. Evidently, the door didn't have to shut. I could have left the camera on the door. The door <laughs> does shut, so... Huh. The best thing about hotel life is you use the napkins for, or use the washcloths for napkins. That's true. I need to see these fuckers ever again. I've stayed in a lot of terrible places. I've gotten fleas. I've gotten bed bugs. Wow. I've gotten ticks. Holy shit, man. But at least this place <laughs> has, it's, it's brand, it's, it's newly remodeled. It was falling down, was condemned, whatever else. Wow. But well, they at least have new. New uh, Sheets and Giggles mattresses have nothing else. <laughs> Do they? Well, they've got mattresses just like a, their memory foams that come, come mail order. Oh, well. So, But are they like eucalyptus, lyocell, something, something, space age, they balls, are not sweat wicking technology? <laughs> they are certainly not. But the Duluth Trading Company Armachillo underwears, they truly are ball sack sweat wicking. I have... A couple sets like that. And it was frankly disturbing because it's like it creates this weird, like, whoa, it's like cold. Now there's a what the what's happening? I'm slightly aroused by them walking around. <laughs> like, I don't get this. Like, this. I'm, con- I'm curious and concerned. Hubble, Hubble. <laughs> well, after today's show. He's got to he's got to do some good stuff to get back in my good graces. That's for sure. I just that's really hit me. That just hit me wrong the whole way. Yeah, the whole. Well, McKay pushes it, man. It could have been, but it would have been so much more funny. Like, imagine you know, after one one fourteen, Greg, I I realized you put it on your wall, and well, I uh, fell into a deep depression, and I well, I had to spend months with a with a dominatrix called (laughs) Josie, and she whipped out of me my hubris, and frankly. Yeah, I'm grateful for it. You know, I, I mean, could have so, could have went so many other places besides gun in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I developed a drinking problem. I couldn't climax unless a bottle of bourbon was within eyesight. That's right. Yes, I yeah. Have. I mean, like, come possibly. on, man. You're McKay. You've got to be able to, like, if you, like, it's not like he's winging it and went there. Like, he knew going in what the deal was. Yeah. Like, seriously, I just winged the bourbon thing. Like, you could do better. Do better. Yeah. I'm not even rich from making comedy, and I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> right. And McKay's good. Like, it's indisputable. The guy yeah. is fucking funny, yeah. man. But- Although I do like Mike Scher's been on every day for the last three weeks or whatever, doing his too. stat of the day. That's yeah. funny. I, I like him a lot more it's than McKay. I have to humor. Admit. Yeah. yeah. Today's was like, Dan, in all of Michael Jordan's career, he shot 121 three-point shots. Last year, Josie McKee, who played 23 minutes per game, Shot 123 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, he, but, he comes up with some amazing things. Yeah. But it's funny. Like, I, I understand. I can, I kind of, kind of appreciate how the show ebbs and flows, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of angry people out there about how the world's not right for them anymore. I mean, you know, we've dealt with a little bit of, of that in the group chat with not being happy with the show, but uh, I mean, I don't know. When I listen to the show 
as far as the board goes and the sound drops and the general feeling of the show mm-hmm. with Witty running it is roughly the same. Yeah. And he doesn't have the same charisma or personality of Ruiz, but right. But, but I, I, I think he can really lean into what he does. Like he, and I, again, because I'm, because yeah. I'm biased, like he and Jess are good together. Agreed. Then he, Jess and Amin this, this week is Amin's been sitting in for Stugatz. Okay. They're, they're, it's good. All right. Like half the I time to get to it. Yeah. Half the time. Amin's like laughing off the mic and they're like, Hey, Amin, quit laughing. What's, what's going on? Well, well, Smitty says something really funny in my ear. And I, I, instead of using the line, I laughed at it because it was so funny, you know? So and they turned her mic down quite a bit. So she's, she's more contributing now rather than just breaking in. So I think they realized that they got to, they got to do something. Yeah. I think when Mike is there as talent, with Whittingham running it, it, it there's no difference. It's what yeah. you're missing is Mike. Right. <laughs> so uh, this whole thing has made me appreciate him even more, especially yeah. when I noticed a few weeks ago that almost all the rejoins are Mike Ryan improvs. Yeah. Where they're kicking something around and it starts going and then Mike nails it. Like, I think you got 40 to life on your face. Like, yeah, no, exactly. like that. Like, Roy nails it, Dan adds on, and Mike just yep. out of the park. Yeah. His improbability so fucking good. Yeah, that whole that whole that whole Bruce Springsteen thing was pretty was the funniest thing I'd seen him do for a long time. Agreed. I was laughing out loud at work. That's that's all you gotta do. Yeah. And I'm fucking cracking up. Yeah, I'm a simple person when I guess when it comes down to it at the end of the day, right? <laughs> easily entertained and yeah, happily, but it's, happily it's, amused. It's still got to be funny though. Yeah, like all that goofy shit doesn't always land. It's got to be good. That Springsteen thing is fucking objectively funny. Yeah, yeah. like and it's a decent impression. No, it's not that bad. Yeah. No, it's a solid Springsteen as well. Two thousand Springsteen, especially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah do that dance. Do, do, do. Love it. Know, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It makes me happy. The other one that I really loved was uh, when he and Witty got into the darts. Yeah, and the English chants. I was walking around for like three days. I was clean. I swear to fucking Jeebus. I was clean in the bathroom and I caught myself. Michael Smith, Michael, Michael Smith. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like just washing the sink. Michael, Michael Smith. It was so fucking contagious. Yeah. They've got lightning in a bottle there and they're, they're slowly losing it as they get bigger. And that's just the way it goes. I mean, you can't, you can't be Jesus and Mero forever. Right. Yeah. You see where um, old Jesus was on uh, on uh, Kimmel the other night, guest hosting. Okay. Oh, guest Kimmel's, hosting? Kimmel's, Kimmel's leaving, so he's, they're doing auditions now. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I go back and forth between who I think is funnier. Like, Marrow's, Marrow and his family are funnier to me sometimes because he, he tweets out the funniest shit. But when I'm watching the show live, back when I'm Viceland or whatever else, it was always decent that made me laugh the, laugh the hardest. So, I don't know if you ever walk, if you ever, ever have any uh, Jesus and Marrow chance back on Viceland for free, any on your UBs or whatever else. I don't know. I've never God. looked into that. It was so hilarious because they would do they would do a, the the skit right. They would they would do their standard Brooklyn stuff, then they would do some politics stuff or some national news, whatever else. Then they bring out their guest, 
and they'd do the, you know, dumbass questions for the guest. And then they would expand the interview and put it online. And then they had the, had the, uh, the guest put in what would be in your rainbow was, was the gag. Like you, you were given a rainbow. Okay. And if you had a rainbow, if you had to carry around a rainbow for life of a positive thing, what would you put in there? Like people put, Oh, oh I love my wife or my kids are good or don't be a fucking I, asshole or say, you know, I don't even know what to more, say more to weed that. or whatever else the case may be. It was always great. I mean, it was everywhere from, you know, Obama to, to Katy Perry, to Lady Gaga, <laughs> to rappers that were famous or hip hop artists. I didn't know from coming up out of Brooklyn or whatever else. Right. It was really pretty cool. Huh. Uh, I mean, for, for a doofus, doofus old man, white person, I found it in, entertaining all the time. Hmm. Um, no, and never, uh, never listen to any of that. They're, they're really fun. They were really funny. They're like, they struck me as a little bit of um, key and peel with a little more. Okay. A little more hometown flavor and a little right, more a edge. local. Yeah. Okay. Well, I could tell when Dan devoted that much time to it that is like, oh, they they clearly are are a big deal. Yeah. And yeah, then them breaking up was was kind of interesting because they they you know they just made they had such a great show on Vice. Then they went to HBO or I'm sorry, Showtime. It went to from every day to once a week. Okay. And I think it got too big and the pressure got too great or I don't know who can say, but it was just like, man, I saw snippets. I never had showtime. So I never really saw the whole thing all the way through, but sure. Uh, but uh, I sure, sure missed it on vice. I really three year period when they were on there, like they bring on action Bronson and do like action Bronson cooks in the kitchen, you know, so with these kind of where he came yeah. from to be a thing. He kind of had his own little thing going on, but yeah, he kind of got sure. got some energy energy from those guys. Yeah. Okay. And they were just, I mean, they were the first ones I saw actively smoking heavily on every show. Okay. Um, yeah. Because yeah, Mero would keep that. a Mero would keep a bottle of Jack by him. He'd take a swig of Jack every every once in a while. And Jesus would always would always smoke up as big of a blunt as he could get away with. <laughs> which tended to be larger and larger as the more famous they got, right? Right, right. When you can afford a little more, so I don't know. If, I don't know if New York is decri- totally decriminalized or just New York City or how that works. Or they just probably don't give a fuck. Like, look, yeah, dude, arrest me. Yeah. Serious things to worry Content. about. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to bust you for weed because, man, that's a lot of paperwork. But I've said this a thousand times. I'll keep saying it on every recording. Every time we do an outreach event, we use the the, the county jail people, and they're all full of 24 year old college students who got pinched for bringing weed from montana to nevada really and they're doing four to five years hard time as a felon. oh my god that is mind-blowing yeah it's still 1982 out here oh i can't wrap my head around it i and the and i'm in wisconsin where i have to deal with this gerrymandered shitless fucking map where these guys are they try to tell you that they're pro-business but they won't let you have the marijuana industry. They try right. to tell you that they're pro personal freedom, but they won't let you have marijuana. They try to tell you the uh, like everything that they say that they stand for is like personified in the legalization of marijuana. Right. Like the the tax revenue they would generate, the the small businesses, like yep. every single fucking talking point is in the one issue. Yep. And they're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be funny now that now that the uh, uh, the one issue voter has to go vote for something else. I'm curious what it is. Right. Because right. my in-laws 
And many people of my generation and my friend's generation and even my nephews and nieces generation who are super churchy have always been one issue voters to to make abortion illegal. And now that it's going to be illegal, except in two states across the nation and and probably illegal nationwide, as soon as, as soon as the Republicans take over in in January, 2023, um, they've got to find something else to vote for. And suddenly they're going to figure out one of these days that they're next. Like this religious freedom bullshit is not going to go all that far before someone realizes, Oh, you guys make a lot of money and we should probably tax the fuck out of you too. We like, we need the drinks with Ron politics podcast. That's, that's true. I could get behind that. Literally we've had in Wisconsin, there's a state Senator that's had a fucking bill ready to go for years. She brings it up for vote every once in a while and now we've got a governor that'll sign it, but the the gerrymandered Republican districts just won't even let it come to the floor. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like they don't they don't have to. And once you're in power, then you can change the rules of how things work. Like, and that's what they've been doing here. Yeah, eventually, hilarious. eventually the 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 internal fighting of who can be more right takes over and they always come back to the chamber of commerce, right? At the, at the end of the day, if you want no business in Racine, Wisconsin, keep on going down this path. And if you guys want nothing in rapid city, Iowa, keep going on that path. Um, you keep alienating women and making it impossible for them, for them to be in the workforce. They will all move to California and New York, and you will be left with no, literally no women in your state who, who have work, who have careers. But and it you makes wanna... me wonder how far that pendulum has to swing before you start to get that pushback, because well, it honestly doesn't feel like people are as riled up as they should be right here. Well, remember the the, the great America that we all that, that, that all people remember the the time of life um, for labor and for families and everything but minorities was was nineteen fifty through nineteen sixty eight. Right. Living wage families that were able to work a job and build that American dream where you buy the property. If you're and, and what happened, to get the loan, and- we, we, we took that labor and put it in the hands of so many so few people with with Reagan that um, now everyone just wants to work and get by. But if things were if we went back to the tax rates of Eisenhower, like there's a bunch of bunch of people I know in this state who love Eisenhower. I like Ike. OK, you made okay. highways. Well, the tax system right. then was was upwards of forty nine or fifty eight percent of uh, above a certain number, right? The, and that's what would need to happen now. You know how much money one hundred thirty eight billion dollars is? Like ten percent on one hundred thirty eight billion dollars that that Musk has got fucking laying around doing right. fuck all with himself, right? And Bezos and and the one thing that I still like is I'm still kind of a pro Gates pro. Um, uh, Berkshire Hathaway kind of guy because those those guys are getting rid of it, you know. And in, in spite of in spite of where there might be in their lives, they, they've committed to give away ninety eight percent of it before they die, or after you know, so within five years of death. And that's sure you hope you reach a point where you're like, oh, yeah. this has yeah. now become insignificant to me. Yeah. I need to actually do something with it. Yeah, and Warren Buffett, you know, he, he's the third third richest man in the country. He was in the same house he bought in nineteen fifty six. <laughs> in in Oklahoma City, you know, and he's got 
wealth upon wealth and he's, he's made wealth for millions of people. Um, but he's also had a heart for his entire time and he's never gotten politicized other than showing up on occasion at inaugurations or whatever else. So the idea that we have to pick a side and then do something with our money is kind of, kind of a post-American model. We need to uh, go back to um, nonpartisan America where people love babies and pretty women and pretty men and sunny days and lemonade. (laughs) And that solves all this problem because you keep telling poor white people that the Guatemalan coming up through Texas is their problem. It works. They've been a lazy fuck their entire life. It works. It works. And it, it can't, it can't, it can't work forever. Right. Cause you can, can only, it, though? if you eliminate all the federal support for having babies and having no job and having everything else, and you blame it on immigrants at some point, you know, generation, you know, X plus five from now, then you've got nothing but 12 people who have a bunch of money and 80 million people who do jobs like we do. And then you got I, 500 million people sitting around waiting for something. I get the general feeling that most of these people are willing to take that, that that will be just fine. Thank you. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm really having a hard time envisioning reaching a point where there's enough pushback from people where they're like, no, we've got to do like a Teddy Roosevelt trust busting, uh, like this, something radical needs to happen to, to reshuffle the deck because you can't progress at these numbers and and that's another reason i wanted to steer you towards that friday's series when reagan comes in all the shit we're talking about they're red flagging it in skits in real time and to look back 40 years out and go oh my god every single fucking thing they're saying in this is right like they've they've got the whole skits of uh, the right-wing america where uh, and, and all the abortion talk, it is ju- it was just too real. Yeah, I think that that's that. Yeah, it's a, that's that's a really good a good point to have. Is like, well, we got where we wanted to be, and you know, never underestimate white people in large amounts. Yeah, is yeah, the American they, they, is the American mantra, right? They pulled it off, man. You know, pre pre Trump, like everyone thought for sure, everyone in Idaho was like just kind of resigned to their fate. Well, that that goddamn woman's going to get a job. And I said, yeah. do you really think, do you really think that the, 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 the unemployed and working class in rural America is going to go from a black man to a woman in charge? I said, there's no way that's going to happen. Trump's going to win and he's going to win relatively big in the electoral college. No, it's that pendulum. Yeah. I said, you hit that point where it goes the other direction. Yep. But well, the I only just thing feel is, like it, it, it won't. It it's going to break and just fly off on the, in the right side and not come back out of the ocean. It's going like. real, real high. And yeah, I, I just don't yep. feel like there's momentum to counter that. I, uh, the Justice Department has given me a bit of faith lately. Um, I, I, I still, I don't think anything comes of anything in the end, but I do feel reassured that investigations are happening quietly behind the scenes like they're supposed to. That makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, I think that when, when things get hard for me, I always, I was, I always fall back on two things, you know, one, I don't have kids in this world that I have to worry about. (laughs) And Dick and, 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 and two, um, you're always going to be the right side of history when you pick 
the disadvantaged. And it might True. take, you know, True. beyond time, beyond, beyond the normal Americas, the, the rise and fall of America can very well happen. And, and uh, it takes yeah. that, but yeah. because, because you're not going back to um, enslaved labor, America can never, res- can never restore itself to the working, the working wealthy without more equity. And it's just, that's just the way it has to be. And you see it everywhere around here, everywhere, everywhere. Right? It's like, right. you know, now paying a good job, uh, come bus a table, $5 plus tips. Well, no, no. The, the living wage is, is $38 an hour right. and, and no tips. And if you have to charge $9 for nachos, so be it. And if right. you can't make a business like that, go ahead and fail. Well, that, that's, the, that's the thing. Like, why are you entitled to succeed if you can't pay your people to work? Yeah. You're not. That means you have a shitty business that can't afford to pay your people. Yep. Why is Absolutely. that on me? Like, yeah. fucking pay them. Yeah. You know, and I feel it's begun. I begin to have begun to give myself a, a bit of a complex when I'm in small towns like this or doing something else. And I go to a, like, I went to the Savage Grill tonight mm. for dinner. It's uh, a hamburger delightful. joint, you know, okay. big old, big old, big old Smash Tecumseh thing going on there. It's, it's such uh, a, it's been, it's been a, been a thing forever. And these little high school kids are in there working and like you, you buy your, buy your $9 burger and you leave a $9 tip and they just can't believe that you would do that because, oh my right. gosh. Because so everybody leaves the other dollar. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. How about, how about you value yourself in a way that makes sense to no. The world, not just what your employer tells you. Oh God, I couldn't possibly manage to pay you more than more than three dollars an hour plus plus tips. But you have to pay taxes on that, so you you might make eleven dollars an hour if right. you're lucky. Right. But your house costs five hundred fifty-four thousand dollars. So good luck. But then, when McDonald's finally starts to pay people a decent wage, and you see McDonald's hiring at fifteen dollars, yep. the the takeaway from people isn't. Oh my God, they're they're paying decent money. It's oh, they get that much. They shouldn't get paid. Blah. Why they got to get fifteen dollars? I only get sixteen dollars now. I barely like. It's never a concern for somebody finally being able to get by. It's yeah. Well, how does that? That means I'm worth less. Why is that? Fuck me then. Fuck yep. you. Exactly. That I do. I am. I have become. Very much anti-Kid Rock, but his first couple albums were "Fuck What," "Fuck Me," "No," "Fuck You." That was that was one of my fair. favorite songs he ever had. Yeah, it was, it was like it. You know, I, I told someone else I was I was having a conversation the other day with our ball players at our house. Right, You've, I've mentioned these guys before. They're young men, various nationalities, right. all Joe Rogan podcast fans. That's the and, demo. And we were talking about. <laughs> How simply, what would it be like if they had a gay family member okay. or whatever else and how gay people shouldn't have whatever? And I said, you know, we have a, we have a saying around this house that I expect you guys to follow that, that uh, uh, rights aren't a pie. You don't, you don't lose anything whenever right. you give someone else rights. It used to make more pies. Why are you such a fuckhead about being worried about someone else? Right. Why, what's your problem? Why are you? Why are you so? Are you scared you're going to convert it? Are you scared you're going to be asked for right. something? It's like right. people want to live too. I just said. I said. I don't know. I don't know a shit ton about being transsexual. I got no idea what that is. No. What it's about. Uh-uh. How you? How how that works out? But you know what? If if someone is and 
that's their belief and that's their truth and that's their physicality and that's the things they believe in and work through. You know what? Hey, can you type 25 words a minute? Because I got someone who I need to do some typing over here. Right. You want to do it in a dress? I don't give a fuck. I got an, you, I got a hole to dig. Can, are you digging holes? Right. Or, yeah, you digging holes or you filling holes? Which 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 part of the end are you on? Because like, I don't I don't care. Right. Guys like, well, but it can't. It couldn't possibly be. You got to make sure that they're. It's like no, you don't. It, it, fucking you're not losing anything. You heteros don't lose anything by anybody else's rights. No. Like, well, you, but yeah, but 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 yeah, but 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 it, but 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 but. but it's like, hey, finally, I was like, shut the fuck up. Anybody in my house is welcome. I don't care what their, what their proclivities are, exactly. what their signatures are, what their beliefs are, or how their gender and um, chemical makeup requires them to be. They're all welcome here. And you know what? You guys better welcome them too, or else you're not welcome here. Yeah. And they're like, well, you mean you'd make us leave if someone came to the house? It was, and I, I said, yeah. dick about it? Yeah. Said, you treat them poorly? Absolutely. You guys have three bedrooms in my house. If the fourth bedroom is occupied by the weirdest thing you've ever seen in your life and you're, yep. you're, you're creeped out by it and you yep. say something to me, you're the one leaving, not that person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly I've given the go ahead on that. Like, well, but, but, but I'm, but we're, and they, they really they kind of like, it was a really weird cognitively dissonant thing. Like they went, yeah, because it had never occurred to them that, that being a total dick about this might, be wrong mm-hmm. it's just like that's just how it is yeah it's it's yeah it's amazing <laughs> oh god i had this party in lacrosse one time and i had this like neighbor, a lacrosse party or in lacrosse uh, a party in lacrosse wisconsin okay that's a place a, right a, a party town oh yeah 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 it's a <laughs> uh, it's got the like the second largest uh oktoberfest in the world behind only germany <laughs> i'm munich Exactly. That's that's number one. <laughs> but uh, I had this neighbor clearly had a drinking problem, and I had a buddy who was like a, a six foot three black dude with little dreddies. Uh, for some reason, this neighbor guy of mine who got the invite decided he was just going to start firing off uh, racial slurs. Oh fuck! Yeah, repeatedly. <laughs> in this guy's direction like loud enough so he could hear it and my buddy came up to me like talking through his teeth and he's like ron fucking kill this guy and i just looked at him and i said dude you do what you gotta do <laughs> like i he's he's a he's a neighbor you uh you do whatever the fuck you gotta do the <laughs> full-grown adult lay into him yeah yeah no it was great Fucking grabbed him by the neck until his eyeballs were bulging out. He's like, look, you little motherfucker. Like, I could kill you right now. Like, three punches to your stupid face. And I want to punch you in your stupid face, but I'm not going to punch your stupid face. I'm I'm better than you, and I'm not punching you now because... Yeah, and I'm just, like, drinking a beer watching. Like, this is the greatest. (laughs) Like, oh, it was, yeah, it was very cathartic. No, it's it's really interesting to watch. Like, maybe that's why I love having having the baseball players at my house, or maybe not. But it's like they're so set in their the ways of of what the where they were brought up that right. that the, they can't. I can't blame them for how they think, but I can at least say, well, we're sitting out here on my patio, 
Yeah. And you know what? I've got more gay friends than straight friends, or I've got more women friends than male friends, or I think, I think, I think Joe Rogan's a fuckhead or whatever else. <laughs> and they have to listen to me because it's my house and my food uh, and they're waiting for me to serve them. Right. So it, it works out. And, uh, and then it, invariably a day or two or three later, Hey, you know, I was thinking about what we were talking about the other day. And, and I didn't realize that, uh, there were so many people in the world who, who had, who had it tough. It's like, yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> you got it good. Even though you make shit money. Cause you're a baseball player. <laughs> right. So. It's still, no, it's one of those things. Like if you don't think about it. So, you know, and we were both stoners because he could obviously tell I had little fucking dreadlocks as a white guy dead giveaway. I and, want to see uh, those pictures. We need to have that should be our punishment. Oh, thanks. Oh, Place marker. There you go. Um, the loser of the LFDD GGPDI bullshit <laughs> has to post their top five yeah, worst it, high school and younger photos. I like that. I like that. Excellent. Uh, because my pitch to Wes was that whoever lost had to come on the pod and get looks liked. Oh, so Ooh. if we combine those two and they yeah. post their pictures and then they get looks liked on the pod, I That's think we nice. get a, I yeah. think we get a payoff there. Nine nine year old Wes looks like Hopi's <laughs> younger cousin who just <laughs> licked a toad and fell into the river. <laughs> you, you can keep it non insulting. You can keep it non insulting. Right. That's that's been my greatest growth curve uh, um, in the past in the past three years. Is I now use gender neutral insults. Oh, see, that's good. I'm all about um, dipshits and motherfuckers and fuck ups. Okay, and they're all. They can be girls. They can be boys. They can be whatever they want to be. But if they're dipshits and fuck ups, get out of my world. Much in the same way, I uh, I've always gone with everyone as dude. Um, I, I that's all encompassing. Mm-hmm. I don't get like it doesn't like if I call you dude, <laughs> my brother's girlfriend's like seven year old <laughs> kid. I called her dude one day. She's like, "Don't call me dude. I'm a girl." Like, that don't mean anything about anything. You can be dude and be a girl. I like, can. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. No, she was she was not about it. She's like, "You don't call me dude." She called me dude later, and I said, no, 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 you don't call me dude, because you haven't earned the right. And she looked me in the face and said, that's what your brother Nathan said, too. That's <laughs> like, oh, word. Okay, that's cool. Big tree. Yeah. <laughs> fruit, like, right? no, yeah. You don't dude me. Until you fucking lived a little, you peckerhead. Listen here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny how sometimes you just have an affinity for little people, Sometimes they just rub you the wrong way from Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. that's it too. Yeah. There's little pecker heads where it's like, oh, I just you want to paintbrush them in the back of the head. We had a field trip when my kid was in like 4K. Went to the zoo in Madison, and uh, there's a little there's like some stream like pond that leads into the lake, whatever. And there's one of those dickhead kids, just a four year old pecker head. And he was lagging behind the group, walking on the rocks on the lake. And I just lagged behind going, he's going to fucking fall on the lake and I'm going to watch the whole thing go down. Not saving his ass either. No, no, didn't do shit. I'm like, I'm standing back here and watching it happen. Ah, he didn't fall. Ah, I was so pissed. It was like, I wanted to see it. Like, fall into the lake, you little peckerhead. 
Yeah. That's, that's, that's one of the funny things when, when, um, when little people who are terrible, little people <laughs> have something terrible happen to them and they need an adult because and you're there and you, so you make that judgment call. at that age. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you can make that judgment calls like, well, you were mean to that little child next to you for the last hour and a half. Maybe I should just let you flounder for just a few more minutes with those bees. Yeah. Like if you're an okay. adult, man, yeah. you gotta, you can't, you gotta feel out somebody's bullshit. You gotta read the situation, read the room. Yeah. Bro. It's like, you can't just jump on them. If they're a little fucking seven year old pecker head being like, no, you yeah. can, yeah, no, I can rain down justice on you. You yeah. little dick. That's right. I can make, I can make life changes right here, right now. Yeah, You're not even a person. Yeah. You, you got no rights. How about this for another pod idea along the same lines? Do you follow? Am I the asshole? No, there's, there's a, there's a Reddit, Reddit feed. Ooh. Am I the asshole? I like where this. people will, will encounter situations. And for example, okay. So I went, my, 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 my girl, my sister got married um, coming up in, in, in a month ago and six months before she knew that I had recently come out of the closet and um, I wanted to bring my girlfriend, but my sister wouldn't bring my, wouldn't bring my girl, wouldn't, wouldn't invite my girlfriend as my plus one. She put my ex-boyfriend's invitation and sent an invitation to him oh. so that um, my ex-boyfriend showed up and my girlfriend couldn't come. So I was there with my family because I was in the wedding and I, they placed me at the seat with my ex-boyfriend. Am I the asshole for yelling at my sister at her wedding? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's a tough call. Or, you know, am I the asshole for for uh, asking usually it's you're not the asshole but one really? day the, the, the most recent one i saw was uh, hello i'm a 23 year old supervisor at a high-tech company oh christ on a and i have a i have a girl who works for me who shows her bra straps on every day of the week because it's hot here in central valley california and she comes in and i've demanded she wear a racer back bra but she won't she wears a regular bra and we see her bra straps all day long and it's just disgusting and we can't have this in our company am i the yes. asshole for sending her home to put on a t-shirt and like 30 million people pile on yes you're the yes, asshole you're just fucking asshole. bra straps get over it yeah. right <laughs> who are you where do you like where do you people spawn we need to work our own like ideal into that. that like daily situations like oh yeah. so i was in vegas i was in vegas and saw saw goods he was he was three sheets to the wind. And well, am I the asshole? Cause I bought him two more shots and turned on the phone. <laughs> uh, no, that falls under the category of content creator. So that's, you were generating quality content and people are just going to get more and more cavalier. And it, it, they just, they just push back the, the state not police, there, man. Yeah. It is that's not, crazy. it's not okay. It is not okay. See, that is not the vibe here. We are not legal, but uh, we've reached the point where, like, vape cartridges are too impossible. They cost too much to test. Yeah. And now you've got Delta 8, 9, 10. <laughs> it's like they're basically, they're, they're kind of like, ah, this <laughs> pain in the ass. It really is. At some point, just, I mean... Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big fan of the smoke. Like I, oh, I right. as we've talked about a couple times. Well, if I were wearing your you car, oh my yeah. god, hell no. But you know what? Yeah, the gummy doesn't hurt anybody's. It doesn't hurt anybody at all. And yeah, they won't yeah. even do medicinal CBD oil for brain defected children here. Really? 
Yeah. Wow. And they were, they, they were, they were one of the 12 states that have the, the trigger laws about row. You know, there's, there's like sure. six more the, days left in, in Idaho. Before. Flip. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just, uh, it's really, really, really hideous, but luckily all the states around us are all open carry states, <laughs> but not <laughs> firearms, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, so even Utah has medicinal marijuana, even Utah. That's right. Idaho yeah. is so backwards. Even Utah exceeds us. That's in- shocking. Yeah. But that's the thing. Wisconsin, like I said, for every value that uh, the conservatives, quote unquote, claim to have, uh, it flies in the face of not legalizing. But the worst part about it is every state around us is going legal. So mm-hmm. you're literally letting all those tax dollars just drive over the border and go away. Like magic. Like, why don't you take that money? Like, you're Republicans. How do you not even want to take the money? It makes no sense. Yeah. Well, I I do think we'll we'll be we'll live long enough to see that tax bracket shift. I think I think I think that they're gonna shame shame the working shame the middle, but like not the one percent, but the one point five percent. (laughs) <laughs> right because you know, that, that's who's the getting, other 14 guys in on this Yeah, that's who's getting the shit kicked out of them right now like in idaho right we're gonna raise taxes on okay. people who make more than 250 a year right but or combined or combined 500 i've been saying this for years this is a totally winning and it, it, the thing about taxes is it's convoluted it's easy to muddy the waters people don't get a lot of these complex shenanigans all you have to do to appeal to a mass group of people is say no taxes on anybody who makes less than a million. Million. Yep. You put it at a, because there is no person in the bottom 98% in America that says, oh, a million's not enough. Yeah. Like, well, couldn't no. possibly. That is, couldn't yeah, go on that vacation is with that extra winner. $600. I need 500,000. Right. You say, no, you make 900,000. No taxes on that. You're fine. We don't need to catch a bunch of people. We can get it all from those top yep. few people. Absolutely. And and generally speaking, the, those top people, except for your, maybe, maybe even you get it, maybe like, like the first two years you have, you make more than that, you can still pay your regular tax rate. But year three, then you pay the 58% tax rate or whatever. Right. Like get into the, get into the upper crust, get into the, get in the club. <laughs> Go to the back room, smoke your stogies, scratch yeah. the babies, you know, kiss the kiss the children, whatever whatever you weirdos do. It's like why you can only get money from people who have money. And you can't get money from people who have no money. Right. You can't get it's blood like from the return. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Visa doesn't pay taxes. You know, neither does MasterCard. American Express ain't paying no taxes. I but they're paying their shareholders. Right. I did not know that. Yeah, that's hogwash. Hogwash. <laughs> I declare it hogwash. I do. I, hogwash has been declared this day. Oh, excellent. Also another skit. <laughs> hogwash and, 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 hogwash. His, and his cap the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, is Goods the asshole? Yeah, well, Goods is always the asshole. I say, am I the asshole? Starring yeah. Goods. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to going to others, and I'm I threw him, I threw my agenda time. my my uh, my docket like here's what I'm going to be for the next seven days for whenever I'm down there. Yeah, you want to hang or not? Time. 
And for he, sure, he will or he won't. We'll go see Sia once or twice. I'm going to take a pair of pants and shoes, which I'm a shorts and flip flops guy. So I'm going to get into. I anywhere. don't think you want to wear pants out there, man. Well, you, sometimes they sometimes dress codes kick in. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, so gotta, these are yeah. things things yeah. you got to know. Things so you roll up a pair of pants and roll up a, roll up a pair of shoes. They can be like dress tennies or whatever else, as long as they're covered toes. I suppose you're fine. not really outside a lot. Just. Yeah. To and exactly. from a place that's air conditioned, so okay. You Uber yourself back and forth. It's it's all good, but uh, okay. So socks yeah. and pants. That's yeah, yeah. it's good to know because that's you not shove, a thing. You shove that up your ass, and you you take it with you, and uh, yeah, and you're with your with your your uh, your chinchilla chinchilla underwear. You're fine. <laughs> but yeah, because uh, I think I'm going out to the desert. I got to wear shorts and flip flops. They're yep. like, no, you're in an air conditioned casino. Well, the great uh, thing is that the, the restaurants in the casinos have dropped their dress codes. Okay, it's like the it's like the it's well, like the clubs, the clubs and the exclusive places still try to hold on to that old Vegas thing. Okay. Jackets required, you know. Oh, wow, shoes or closed toed shoes required, whatever else. So you got you got to pick and choose your battles. But you can drop. Um, I mean, I don't know what your gambling range is, but you can go anywhere from five dollars to. Three thousand dollars per hand of twenty-one, okay. without without wearing anything but flip-flops and shorts. So if right. you're outside, if you're outside those bounds, you no, know, good I, for you. I'm like a five-dollar guy. <laughs> yeah. So you got to go to Old Town. Yeah. Well, then well, that's why, like I said, it was so hilarious that I almost got thrown out of the Diamond Joe Casino because I was playing. It was the night before my wedding. Me and one of my buddies went over and we're playing blackjack, and I just start calling out cards. And I keep getting them. And I think after the third one, a guy came over and is basically is like, hey, you got to stop doing that or you have to leave. Like, dude, look, look at me. Like, do you yeah. think I am counting cards? I'm well, literally like a just, one deck shoe or what? What was the deal? Are you just guessing or how? Well, I mean, I guess it would probably be an educated guess. But I mean, okay. I guess technically, does that make it counting cards? Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, there's only oh fuck. fifty-two or hundred. So if I'm like Jack's coming, bang, forty-six. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! So I literally was counting cards then. Oh, okay. Oh well, touche, touche. Uh, uh, touche the casino. But yeah, that's the whole. The yeah, counting cards isn't isn't literally counting cards. It's it's right. knowing what's been played versus what hasn't been played. Right, but like but, I said, I'm fucking shit can hammered. Like, did they? I mean, I you guess unleash the the autistic savant in you, Rain Man. <laughs> no, I was just drunk enough to be a fucking dick about it instead of just am waiting. The, am I the Rain Man? That's another new segment. <laughs> <in my show. laughs> yeah, because normally I just sit there and think Jack's coming here, and then I'd get it and just quietly take my chips. But I guess I was greased and going yeah, here comes my ace. Yeah, Boom. bitches. Yeah. There it is. Pay them up. Flip that shit. Yeah. So I guess the answer is three. It's the number of times you can do that before a guy comes over and tells you to stop doing that. Is Ron the asshole? Check. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, is Ron we a were... cheater? Check. Yes. Wow, that's not cheating, is it? Just the fact that if I can greased and just tell you that if I mean, oh no, it's not cheating if you know it. It's cheating if you tell it. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing. It's just, yep. it's an educated guess. Rounders. We need to watch Rounders as a as a drunk along. 
You ever yeah, watch that? There's been a few movie ideas floated. Um, I was trying to think the other day of the mechanics of how we would do that movie draft. We do the, oh, the movie draft that Goods was talking about. Like I can't yeah. figure out a concept of how you make it work. We well, like, do we category. We have like- to have our own movie. And then, yeah, like you said, category, it'd have to be a uh, lead actor, first round. And then you'd go down the list and cast your own movie. They're kind of doing that already. I think that's getting lost. I think you'd want to have to do something more like okay, genre of movie. Like, is Dune 2021 greater than um, The Sting? Right, so you're talking pool. more like a bracket system. It's got to be a bracket with completely, completely disharmonious things, and and you're left on the hook as the as the owner of that thing to defend it for the rest okay. of the pod. Like you and I could argue. Okay, you you could pick you could pick okay. Goodfellas, and I could pick um, Pulp Fiction. And you'd okay. be like, you'd be like, well, you know, um, Pulp Fiction's got this, this, and this. You know, plus it got the greatest quotable lines ever. We should have brought fucking shotguns. Everyone needs, everyone needs to always bring shotguns to every meeting they go to, metaphorically, not figuratively. That's how I live my life. And you'd be like, yeah, but the Godfather, the Godfather, he says, trust, trust the people you trust. And then it'd be up to the rest of the group to say, well, like we split into camps or we do better, it like as we go, we start taking yeah, people to just, our just side. Tally count vote. Yeah, I think it's just a, I think it's just a, just a okay. thumb up, thumb down sort of a gladiator style thing and i'd be like i'm over in this side now and i'm gonna argue and see because goods is talking like a draft and that's 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 where the mechanics were throwing me because he was trying to pitch a few things and we never pinned it down i don't know that i don't i don't know how a draft works because that's what i'm saying genre confusion so fast right like you can't all be drafting the same movie right 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 like where like like they were talking the godfather was the example in that episode and they were drafting for that role. And I said, I don't know. Everybody, I guess it would have to be the same movie, right? Or, or you could try, try this. You could, you, could have, you could pick a movie and then do a draft for a recast. Right. That's for, what for he's example, talking about. The Godfather should be played by either Al Pacino or um, Jessica Smetana. <laughs> or... Jennifer Lawrence, you know, or like completely flip the role. Maybe there's something in there. For that. Well, see, know. that's what that's kind of what he was talking. But that's that. So you would basically have to pick a movie, and then round one would be this role, and then you would go down the board, and everybody would have to draft who they would cast in that role. Then you'd snake back up for round two on another role. Because that's, that's I, I think we could do that. I can, only, I can only pick John Travolta and Jennifer Lawrence so many times because they're, the, they're the two greatest <laughs> actors of, of my generation. Well, and that's why I was thinking Pulp Fiction would be perfect because it is so hard. Like Tarantino casts the shit out of things. I, had, I was trying to think of it today. I can't think of better people in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and Glorious Bastards was a second, second close favorite. And then, and then The Hunger Games. Or not, not the Hungry Games. I'm sorry. Was the Fault in Our Stars? Which one? Where Jennifer Lawrence was a crazy guy with with the crazy girl with with Bradley Cooper. She, uh, that's the hottest one I've ever seen on a movie in a, in a movie theater ever. That wasn't porn. What was that one? Yeah, they um, they both had uh, mental illnesses and they were right. Uh, does that weird some, dance and some with sunshine or something? 
Nope, that was that was Kate Blanchett and or Kate uh Kate somebody else and, and uh Jim Carrey. Yeah Eternal Sunshine uh, of the Spotless Mind. Playbook. Oh, Silver Linings Playbook. There, there it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Knew it was something with sunshine being Sometimes silver lining to a sunny cloud. Bullshit. Life isn't really about sunshine or happiness. God damn, it's a metaphor, yeah. damn it. Yeah. I said, God damn. <laughs> the best Uma Thurma line ever. See, and the, that's what I said. The I was thinking today, trying to recast, like, who would you put in Travolta's yeah. role yeah. besides him? Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I couldn't me, I, put me I in there. It'd be fine. Yeah, right. Well, I, I no everything I kept thinking of, like Samuel L. Jackson in that. Yeah. Who who better? Let's, like, it's that's funny the role. Like Idaho, of course, is a huge you know free carry state. And every time I see somebody carrying a sidearm. I walk up to either the person next to them or them and ask, why did you bring a goddamn hand cannon to the grocery store? <laughs> and the goddamn hand cannon is the thing for Pulp Fiction, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't know he was going to come out of the bathroom and pull a goddamn hand cannon on us. <laughs> Divine intervention. I'm walking the path of, I'm walking the path of Cain. <laughs> You're going to walk the earth? Yeah. I, I, think, earth. I think we've got the mechanics on this now. I think we have to do this. I'm going to pitch this to uh, Wes and Joe and see if they go for it. But who's going to who's going to come to the come, who's going to come to the recording? Right? It'll be you and me and those two, and we all have the same taste in great movies. We need, some, we need more girls in our lives. Get Kells back or something. Agree. Agree. Like I said, I'm I'm happy to defer. I've got my microphone. I've got my computer. I've got my yeah. intranets and internets. Good. I can do my thing. But. Sounding good. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad it was worth the, like I said, the was a $222 investment with free shipping and no tax. Nice. You had a mic, a stand, and all the cords you could possibly choke a horse with. Sweet. And that's the thing. <clears throat> it's all fucking interface. So it's like if somebody asks you, what do I need to blah, blah, blah? It's like, oh, I, I don't even know because how does it interface with what you have? It's such a, yeah. My setup is so different from everybody else's, and it's well, yeah. Yours is pretty. It, well, it, it's it's technologically advanced, and it's also a bit dated, right? You're doing both. You're 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 using high tech mixing and and stripping stuff with older school mics, right? Yeah, this is it's just a regular. Um, what are you doing to your camera? It's like you're zooming in and out. It's uh, you're it's a piece your foot of shit. Or something? No, it's uh, I think the light. I don't know if it reflects off shit. It does this constantly, but I guess I paid eleven bucks for it. So yeah. Well, I've got I've got my camera on a uh, microphone box sitting four feet away from me right now. So I I, I appreciate that. But that's I, think I need more time. light, honestly. If I get right in there. Oh, look at that! Look at that handsome feller. Yeah. See why they think I'm fucking sixty years old. Yeah, well, you're not anywhere near as old as I am. It's fine. Because <laughs> I can grow hair doesn't make any difference. Uh, I, think, I think it does. It makes a bit of a difference. We had uh, somebody tried to pull that debate on me a while ago. Was uh, some guy in our class had gone completely white, and they were trying to pitch to me that that was somehow worse than being bald? It's like, are you fucking high? Like, what? <laughs> what? What kind of what kind of argument is that? Yeah, like, it's not really an argument. No, like, are you slow? Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 they are. Having yes, they are. hair 
is worse than having no hair. Like there's no there's no way you're you can fucking frame that. That's no, not, not gonna so work. All right, well I'm going back to the fridge. If I get lost, you know, pray for me. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I think the I think the over under on the alcohol content is where we need to move the over unders on. Yeah, because that changes things up. Well, also, I would also drink more than everybody else. So there's, there's, there's that. Was I don't know if it was drunk along two or three, where Goods and I were doing the shots, and he was drinking caramel liqueur, and I was pounding Jaeger. <laughs> that was that was a rough next day. I will not, I will not kid anybody about that. I had like fourteen Jaeger shots in the course of two hours. It was. Oh. Yeah, he says after the draft, I woke up on the couch. Like that was a good night. We went long that night. It was a fun. It was, yeah, I mean, it's been fun. But it'd be, yeah, it'd be funny if we if we want to do, like, I'll try and record some Roger Waters content. Oh, when he's going bonkers on it, like I don't know if you've seen anything, you. anything what he's doing, but his he's so he's so um, beyond American politics with his opinions. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's. he's He's, He's like he blames America for Ukraine's war, which isn't totally and totally true, but Americans well, aren't ready to hear it, you know. Right. He's <laughs> like, well, I mean, you did you did defend him for a lot of years when they disarmed, and so uh, you know. He's but um yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I've told you about this 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 uh, lawyer I follow from Nashville, uh, Haley Murphy. I'm going to uh, go to her favorite bar uh, while I'm there okay. and try and find find if she's there and track her down and <laughs> nice and we did the i mean you got to do the the Ryman tour oh yeah uh, that's great they have a whole video with it that's awesome yeah you get up well, on stage and get your picture yeah yeah i'm not a big picture man of course but um right. i don't know i don't know how your how your um music chops are um i've always taken you as a classic rock you know roots kind of guy but yeah, generally. But, uh, Mike, I've been on, I, I knew, I got to meet every single bluegrass musician from 1961 through 1982. Okay. Right. So I've got the Lewis family and the the Osborne brothers and Josh Graves and Jimmy Martin and, and Bill Monroe and See, and Ralph ben, Stanley. Bill Monroe is people. like the only name of that that I would recognize. Yeah. And they're all super famous in the in the in the genre. Sure. And they were super famous in America at the time because there was only there was only Elvis and them. A small right? community, right. Yeah. Um, but to to share it on a podcast is gonna be you know fun for me and wasteful for your guys' time. And so Oh man, I'm with that shit. <laughs> no, the first concert i ever went to was a bluegrass festival i think down in iowa i was only months old so it was probably some of that crew it had had to have been and and i was on those tour buses and hung out with those people's kids and this and that i should find like, the picture because the date's on the back and it says bluegrass festival we, we might have been at the same damn event some 43 years ago that's right we very well could have been like i saw yeah. allison Krauss when she was 12 years old but uh, yeah, I remember watching Alison Krauss with her family singing, man, I was like, that's a cute girl. And she's got a good voice and she plays the fiddle too. God, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And she did this and I did that. So, you know, clearly oh, it worked man. out for me going through that house today. There's a fucking banjo. Really? 
And now, a half-assed podcast exclusive, Banjo Corner. Yeehaw! I've always wanted a fucking banjo. Take pictures of it. What, what kind of banjo is it? Not sure. Uh, plenty old, though. Like, <laughs> I picked up the case, and it fell right out the bottom of the case. But, yep. uh, yeah, I can get pictures of it. We're going back tomorrow. Unstring it as soon as you can. Oh, yeah? Because it, when it's when it's Tension strung tight. On the neck? It, yeah. Because you can, oh. I know, I know that I've got plenty of banjo people. <laughs> wow, what a weird sentence. Am I, the, am I the asshole? I said I have plenty of banjo people. Well, this is making an asshole, but that is. That's, but there's a banjo repair guy in Salt Lake City, Utah, where you take old okay. Vega, especially Vega banjos and Dobro brand banjos, and they, they bastardize them. They take them apart and put them on classics they have. Okay. And they sell them for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. So they'll give you six, oh, eight, nine thousand, nine hundred dollars for 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 banjo parts. Wow! So you grab that fucker and you put it in your back pocket and you bring it home and let's talk about it. If you got, if you have a chance to to grab anything, the strings are super loose already. Okay, so, good. Yeah. yeah. So no, they've but, been sitting loose. So you've got you've got the head, the banjo, right? It's a skin, right? And you got the, the key, the, the 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 strings, the bridge. Flip it over. And take take the back off and okay. see what's inside. See what the spider is. Is it is it is it a, is a sunburst pattern on the back of the wood? Did you see the back of the wood? I didn't know. I didn't look no. real close at all. Oh, I'm excited tomorrow. There's now. a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of detail about banjos that we can get you into for, Ooh, for sure. Good. I wanna yeah. I wanna learn all this. Um, it's amazing because because uh, banjos were were um an interesting. It's when, like the electric guitar of the day. When You'd, when they were like, first that popular, was a rock star, yeah, because it has a does that check and see if it has a, a slip key down low. We can okay. totally change. You totally change keys with one turn. Really? Yeah. Um, because uh, you you could play the you could play the four strings and then the fifth string was a thumb was a thumb hit, right. and you change the key and you could go from back and forth. And I can we can send you some songs about about how that works. Some famous uh, songs you've heard of, but crazy. Um. Yeah, banjos are amazing. They're they're a lot of fun. I played one for a, a good bit of time, and and huh. I've lost most of it. But um, uh, yeah, I'd love to. That's something I'd I'd love to pick up. Yeah, but it's it's super it's super different. It's super interesting because if you if you do the the Bella Fleck version or you do somebody else's version of how you play, because you you can either you can pick it or you can you can you can thumb it. Okay, and picking is always the better stuff. If you've right. ever heard any, if you have any any banjo players in, in your musical lexicon that you like, am I the asshole because I have banjo players in my musical lexicon? <laughs> um, but Ralph got, Stanley played some of the best banjo ever, and Roy 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 Clark also. I've got a lot of Roy Clark down there. Honestly, but if you've got if you got his solo stuff, and when he was with yeah. yep. when he was with the, with um uh the Foggy Mountain Riders, I think his name was, but. But it was, yeah, he was he was amazing because you're you're playing five fingers and on the on the picking and you're playing you're playing four fingers on the fretting. I mean, it's a oh. lot of music coming out of that thing. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I could oh. ever do that. Yeah, we should we should go find some of that stuff on YouTube. Yeah, there was a fucking violin in there too. Can't imagine. Oh, they're called fiddles. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it, it probably was a fiddle. Honestly, the only thing, the only difference is how you play it. 
Well, then I'm sure it was a fiddle. But yeah, Roy Clark, when you have when you have some time and you want to hear about banjos, he's right up there with with uh Ralph Stanley. Well, I think I have I think I have albums of both of his banjo and guitar, but I uh I would have to look closer. No. They have one crate of country that tells you how much I've and that's uh probably over fifty percent Willie. Yeah. Trash scratched their ears and did this, did that, and did the other thing. So that's literally been my big takeaway from all this. All of this comes down to balance. Um, when there is openings, it gets filled by somebody, and and you find out all those things. Like when it's you and him, and he's just talking, you get a different guy than when he's your fourth guy and he's hitting windows and he's doing a thing. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Like this that we're getting here, we'd never get this with six people. You, right, right. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't stay focused on any subject longer than 15 seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's my problem, right? Every, every drunk along after the first 10 minutes, I'm like, well, I don't have anything to contribute. I'm just going to drink now. And <laughs> then, then, then I roll back in later on. I'm like, well, whatever it's like happens. a pack of spider monkeys. Everybody's just flinging over here and over yeah. there. And, oh, we're in talking about this. But then just bang. Something. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah, it's it's always is it's yeah it's a something else. It's I a turned on my I turned my microphone yellow, Ron. I don't even know what that means. I blew it. I blew. I blew it don't out with the, with the red thing, and now look what happened on the on the mic. Oh wow! It went from I, green yeah. to yellow. Like I, I worked know what that so means. hard to get so hard to get greens, and now I got yellows. I don't, and I don't know. They're like whoa. Slow Ooh. down. Slow the penalty, down. Like the penalty box of being a dickhead or yelling in your microphone too much. Yeah. Much of a hot mic. Yeah. yeah. Is the microphone an asshole here? <laughs> like, Is my microphone the asshole? Yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what like it might be. Cause it's like, hey buddy, hey buddy, <laughs> yellow, yellow card. Like, yeah. what did you I do? Too I'm much. Using too much. a microphone. Like a person. <laughs> oh.